Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up, ladies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Balloon Party driven by Mug and S. St. Louis Hacky, Alton Toyota. I almost said it's Ryan Kelly morning after. Hell, I don't know where I am. I'll tell you this. I walked in here, and it smells like the Palazzo in Las Vegas. Jackson, have you ever been? I already know the answer is no, but I'm having a conversation on radio. I haven't. I've actually never been to Las Vegas. That's how I knew you hadn't been there. So it smells like that in the studio, which is really kind of a wonderful scent. And then Jackson was drinking out of a St. Gabriel's goblet? Yeah, you drink a, got a goblets? Well, it's a it's just a normal kind of a tumbler, as they call it, Tim. Keeps your cold drinks sure. cold, your warm drinks warm. Right, right, right. And um, it's a St. Gabriel's Golf Classic Cup. Yeah, the uh, oldest golf tournament west of the Mississippi. Right. And so I have deemed it now the Goblet of Greatness. And so that's what I'm drinking out of right now is the Goblet of Greatness. Jackson's handing me notes. That was what the... Second and a half delay was, for the record. All right, here's what we got. What do we got? 101 ESPN has your chance to score a pair of tickets to see Dead & Company at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater this Wednesday. Very few tickets remain for the show. You can find all of the ticket details at 101ESPN.com. But right now, you can text in to 314-399-9646 to win tickets to Dead and company. How are we going to determine who wins the tickets? Text of the day. Who gets to determine it? Me and me alone. Wow. Unilateral control of the Air Comfort Service text line for these dead and company tickets this Wednesday at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Wow. All right. Fair enough. Kind of would have liked to have had that. Uh, Grateful Dead. Thoughts? Uh, I like them. I like them. Really? My uncle is a huge deadhead. And kind of uh, showed me some of their music when I was younger. And I, I, I kind of like the idea of a jam band. Just kind of hang out, listen to some tunes. I got John Mayer is the, the lead singer. And you think he's strapping. Strapping and super talented. I love John Mayer. So him doing Dead & Show, Dead & Co. company shows are awesome. Well said. I thought it was succinct. Uh, Jackson, uh, what is my connection to the Grateful Dead? Um, Andy Garcia was like a not Andy Garcia, who was great in Godfather Three. Oh my God! I'm thinking of Jerry Garcia. Was he in like Tony's office one day, and you were in there, and there was Jerry Garcia? <laughs> he said Andy Garcia, and I'm like, oh, when a man loves a woman, yeah. Big Ryan battled through for their love. 
Uh, no. I never saw Jerry Garcia. He passed away in 95. You know what I was doing in 1995? It was that- right here, within a mile of right here. Really? Mile of right here? Oh, another qualifying. Weren't you in college in 95? I was. Yeah. So. Still, have, still am, I guess, theoretically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight hours left. You were at the University of Missouri in 95. I was. But doing, I was delivering journalism. pizzas oh. at the Creve Corps Pizza Hut. Right here at Olive and Craig Road. Nice. I didn't know you. I didn't know that was one of your. I bust guys. tables at Pietro's. Uh-huh. I deliver pizzas at the Creve Corps Pizza Hut. I know these jobs you people at Ledoux would go. I mean, yeah, I know people do that, but none of nobody we know. I actually did deliver pizza uh, in college for one night. And I what decided... like did you carry it from the men's card room at St. Louis Country Club over nope. to the main dining room? This was in Immokalee, Florida. And I did it for one night, and I said, this isn't for me. <laughs> it's kind of work ethic. And that was the second of my college jobs, which I quit after two days. It's impressive. What a resume. Uh, but uh, the uh, God, he passed away early on, Ron Pigped McKernan, oh, member wow. of the Grateful Dead. Nice. And you have, is that family to you? I mean, I know you have the same last name. That's right. That's not necessarily. Well, it's not. A, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a super common. No. Last name. Not, certainly not. So, uh, Ron Pigpen McKernan, I would imagine, is a distant yeah. cousin. Pigpen. That was his name. Pigpen. Was he like dirty? I don't know the reason for the nickname. He passed away before I was born. There's a Grateful Dead documentary that I want to watch. Yes. Okay. Would you like to recommend it? Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I kind of want to watch it. Especially it, if there's going to be mention of Pigpen McKernan. Pigpen McKernan. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, Dead & Company is the entire band comprised of current Cardinal players, and that text sets up the segue. I'd, I'd, I'd nominate that text right there. Was it super witty? No. But did it provide the segue text to get into the meat of this program? The answer to that is a yes, and that from my standpoint, is enough to be at least considered. But again, Jackson uh, determines the winner of this thing, not me. Jackson, we got a situation here, and we need to have a talk. Yeah. All right? Oh, yeah. I've I've done the small talk thing with you here. (laughs) I've talked a little bit about Ron Pigpen McKernan, Mm -hmm. my tenure at Pietro's Bussing Tables, also a cup of coffee at the dishwasher, and uh, in my time as a delivery driver for the Creve Corps Pizza Hut. And I believe that was 95. And I drive by it. Oh, yeah. Coming right to there. and fro work. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what the hell is going on. But the Cardinals have the worst record in the National League. They just were swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, I know that everybody knows these things, but I'm just laying the foundation for our conversation. Context. Our, 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 our talk here. Somehow... For some reason, a couple of fun facts here mm-hmm. from a because I enjoy probability and statistics. I'm a math guy, even though I didn't graduate from the journalism school at Missouri. Number one, for some reason, the Cardinals still are plus 300 to win the National League Central. I thought I could jump on it today and get my eight to one or my yeah. 10 to one that I've been holding out hope for. No, six to one. They're, and that's the second best odds of any team in the Central. It's crazy. The Brewers are minus 150 for the record to win. The Pirates are plus 750. And here's the thing. I'm not going to go, oh, the Pirates are a great team. But because there isn't a great team at the moment anyway, 
in the National League Central, I would tell you that I think there is officially value on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's seven and a half to one on your money. Secondarily, a statistic that will make you fall out of your chair. The Cardinals have the same odds to win the World Series as the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, Friend of the program. Yeah, America's team. Baltimore Orioles. That was the one thing on this show I think that we were correct on. The Baltimore Orioles win total over. Yeah. They're on a heater. You could have wild cards solely coming from the East divisions. I think that'd be accurate. It's uh, it's it's probably, you'll probably have a couple of West teams in there, but the Easts are both uh, representing at this moment. So the point being, the Cardinals are still considered alive outside of St. Louis, but as far as in St. Louis... I think if Friday night's game would have been yesterday's game, I think we might be at a peak of my career anyway, doing radio in St. Louis and television, I guess, because they're they're both going to 2000, where you would have real anger and people demanding a manager, president of baseball operations, general manager, be fired. Friday night's game of the three was the most, you got to be kidding me, loss. But you lose 2-1 to to the Pirates yesterday. You have two hits from Tommy Edmond, two hits from new Cardinal and new member of the Southside Seaman. I hit the waiver <laughs> wire, uh, Luke and Bigger. And then the one run is provided by Andrew Kisner, of all people, right, with the right. home run. I don't know what to make of it, but you have a five, what was it, five nothing, five one, five, one, five one in the seventh night. inning, yeah. and Gallegos gets worked over, and they blow that. Imagine if that would have happened yesterday for the wow, sweep. But still, it's a sweep, and it's a sweep at the hands of a team that while their record is good enough that they're in near the top or at the top of the National League Central, it's still not a team that you get swept by if you're a serious contender. And the Cardinals have gone from having a great stretch against legitimate teams in the, uh, the Red Sox and the Brewers and the Dodgers, and then when the schedule let up, they let up. And are now ten games under five hundred. It is their worst record, uh, and the first time since nineteen ninety nine they have been in last place this late into the season. They're on pace for sixty eight wins. Sixty eight wins. That's eye opening. That 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 actually to me is the most eye opening of all, because I still think, and I could be off the mark on this. And maybe it wouldn't necessarily be a 101 ESPN audience, because obviously if you're listening to 101 ESPN, you're a hardcore sports fan. But the casual observer in in St. Louis would go, well, they're going to get it right. Okay, well, I mean, hey, there's 102 games left. You're 60 games in. You're past the small sample size thing. And you're going, okay, 25 and 35. This This is a real problem. And where is the solution going to come from? So... I am looking at this, and I'm going, I wonder what direction they're going to go. And then I'm reading Jeff Passan on Friday, ESPN.com columnist, and then Andy McCullough of The Athletic this morning, and both pose this question. And this, to me, is where you go, oh, crap, this is getting real. Maybe this is, if we're going to draw a parallel to the blue season, This might be the moment where you go, oh, this has gotten real. They both are wondering, and in talking to MLB executives, if the Cardinals will trade Paul Goldschmidt. I think that probably has some shock value for many of you. 
because you're talking about the reigning MVP of the three guys who Ali Marmol said at the beginning of the season, well, you can put pencil in three, four, and five, Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Contreras. That hasn't worked out, obviously, but Goldschmidt has performed. Arenado performed like a bat out of hell for a couple of weeks, but otherwise it hasn't been there. And Contreras has, for real, this is not an exaggeration, two hits in the last 15 days. The man has two hits in the last 15 days. That's not even getting into the catcher situation and the contract and all that. He is just the guy who was one of the three, four, five guys who has two hits in the last 15 days. And we're not even getting into the outfield. And yes, Jordan Walker's back. But my God, Jordan Walker looked like a guy on a company softball team fielding a ball in left field yesterday. And then we haven't even, of course, talked about the pitching situation. So with all of that said... Oh, boy. Paul Goldschmidt being traded? Now, this isn't like the Cardinals may trade Paul Goldschmidt this week. It is looking at the trade deadline, what could be the big names that are out there. And the Angels are a game over 500, but are they realistically in the mix to win the American League West, especially when you consider how well the Cardinals' opponent the next three games are playing, and that's the Texas Rangers. Shoei Otani would be the name. The haul the Angels could get back for him as a starter and, of course, as a hitter. But then they go, okay, who's who's next in line? And because the Centrals are both up for grabs for everybody, uh, you go, well, maybe there won't be as many sellers. The Centrals have provided the supply at the trade deadline oftentimes over the last few years. Mm-hmm. But could the Cardinals actually be sellers? And could Paul Goldschmidt, who is up after next year, be a move the Cardinals would make? And that is what both Jeff Passan and Andy McCullough of The Athletic uh, wonder. Passan of ESPN late, late last week and McCullough this morning in his mailbag. How does that make you feel? And again, I'll make this clear. This is basically two months away. But that is the line of thought. It isn't who could the Cardinals acquire to bolster their staff. It is would the Cardinals consider trading Paul Goldschmidt. And when you get to that, when I was reading Passing on Friday, and I'm going, boy. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, the Cardinals inevitably are going to turn it around. And then you see that, and you go, okay. If around baseball, they're wondering if the Cardinals would do that, then maybe I'm just biased so badly by the fact that they always do get it right. Right. That we haven't seen this in the Bill DeWitt era. That is it that bad? And then here's another question, and this is my own question. At what point does somebody lose their job? I am not saying that this is Ali Marmol's fault. Because going into the season, what did we talk about? We talked about the starting staff, and we talked about the fact that, yes, Contreras is an upgrade over Yadier Molina offensively, never thinking that it would be what it has been so far. But they did not have a great starting rotation, had a very strange starting rotation and a very strange offseason. So that, to me, is more on roster construction. But still, when you have a team that was kind of considered a layup to win the division and at the very least get in the playoffs— 10 games under 500, the worst record in the National League. I feel like if this were any other organization in baseball that has had a modicum of success over the last decade, uh, that 
the manager would be talked about throughout the area as losing his job. Mm-hmm. The thing is, since Bill DeWitt has been the owner of the Cardinals, the team either stunned baseball and got a win within the World Series in 96, had the Mark McGuire side attraction in 97, 98, 99, and then since 2000 has been in the mix every single year. Now, you might say, well, they've been in the mix, but they haven't won, but two years. I would say the Cardinals, and I'd take the Cardinals run from 2000 to 2022 any day of the week. But that's not what I'm litigating here on the show today. What I am presenting is this. We don't really know his pattern of past practice because this situation has not come up before in his tenure. And so would the Cardinals fire a manager yet again for an organization that I believe, based on pattern of past practice, values stability and not just whacking managers and general managers or presidents of baseball operations? So I wonder if we are at a point that if it goes badly in these three games in Texas and it goes badly this coming weekend in St. Louis against the Reds, if you would go, okay, he may not be the problem, or maybe he is, he may not be the problem, or maybe he is, that they make a change at manager. Because this is not a manager who has done it over the course of even three years, much less a season and two months, and go, we just got to try something different. Because here's the reality. Paul Goldschmidt is up after next year. Nolan Arnato is not 25 years old. This is Adam Wainwright's last year. Whether people like it or not, we have invested a substantial amount of dollars in this roster, and there is no way this team should be 10 games under 500. There's just no way. I still can't accept that. Um, and that they would make a change. That has not been Bill DeWitt's pattern of past practice, but again, when has he been presented with this set of circumstances? The Matheny thing, I think, built up over a number of years. Uh, The Mike Schilt thing, I believe, was an outlier that wasn't necessarily about performance on the field. This is a different set of circumstances. And paired with game one of the wild card series against the Phillies and just how bad this year has been, would Bill DeWitt say, we need to make a change? Those are my questions for you. 314-399-9646, Paul Goldschmidt, Jeff Passan, Andy McCullough of The Athletic, writing about uh, the possibility of the Cardinals trading Goldschmidt at the deadline, and would Bill DeWitt authorize the termination of Ali Marmol? 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. We're giving away tickets to see Dead & Company, so text in. Jackson will give you his uh, text of the day coming up at 1055. Coming up, we'll have the Little Piddles Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Acura. Nolan Toyota, one one speed We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It's finally happened. It's the Little Piddle Show. The Little Piddle Show, baby. Heat Nuggets. I was in there talking to Mike Midnight Rider. Oh, how great is that? <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> I was just in there BSing with Ryder. And then I'm like, I probably got to get in there at some point. Hey, is Rafe coming in? Yes! Lady, I mean, what an honor. We get to do some radio together. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Welcome in, Here ladies we and gentlemen, are. from the Ridge okay? Show. 
Look, I, oh, is Moon coming in too? This is great. Let's get the whole crew in here to get this. This to get is this, wonderful. Set the record straight, shall so, we? I'm not going to be left out of this. Good. I swings. This is wonderful. What happened at the Home Run Derby? Well, we suspect there may have been a plant by ESPN. No. Uh, supposedly, during a bubble race, this kid broke his ankle in two places. But he had on a Jamie Rivers shirt, which we found highly suspect. And we're starting, we have sympathy, but we're starting to think that it was a wooden ankle. And uh, the kid was a plant. Oh, my goodness. To keep us from progressing. Because we didn't get to do, we had to call it after the first round because, you know. And we was, were just getting started. We were just You guys were started. starting to feel it. Just warming up. Well, he just slammed, he just hit 15 dingers. I mean, he's coming off 15 you can rake. Oh, Lauren wants to come in now, too. Look at this. Yeah, this segment started with one person. Now look now at listen, it. The, the shirt, the come shirt, on in. The shirt was a bit of a giveaway. It said 101 ESPN on it. It had right. River's name on the back. Yes. And then they start uh, calling him by his nickname. What was it? Trick Ankiel? Yeah, Trick Ankiel. Ankiel, yeah. Trademark. That's been trademarked. Yeah. We were so done. screwed out of the... And we're going to have a rematch. There is going to be a rematch. I just told uh, Hot Brook, I said, look... Hot I wasn't Brooke. talking smack on you at all. Girls got to keep together. I said, but this ain't over. And we're going to get the teams together. We're going to do, we don't know if we're going to do three-minute hittings or if we're going to do a lightning round, ten swings. But the game is not over, so do not let Stalter and Rivers come up in here at two trying to act like they won the home run derby. Also, let's I'll not stop forget. Em. <laughs> we don't let's, know, first of all, i got to make sure that we use the right words here. Rematch is not the word because the match yeah. is never the complete. Match, exactly. Wow. Just match. It is a did not finish, you know. It what, was a DNF. Yes. But they're taking credit for a full... F. Not Jackson, cool. Jackson, you get sideways with Jamie Rivers. You, you, he's come charging in here before to pin Jackson up against the wall. Yes. Uh, I mean, you've heard their case. He's nothing he can't handle, I'll tell you that much. The I, man, hope he's, I hope he's in the building. He's got some good gams. <laughs> the gams are yeah. on full hello. display. We were talking, I was talking smack, you know, because that's how you roll in sports. Of course. Last week I said Jamie Rivers has the shortest shorts in sports broadcasting especially. And so what does this guy do? He rolls in, gams blazing. Those things, turkey legs at six flags. His freaking <laughs> legs were so huge. I go, oh, you really wore the extra small shorts to the home run derby. He knew what he was doing. Oh, Jackson uh, says... Uh, what do you say? What? Thighs out? Is anybody? Oh, yeah. Skies out, thighs out. Skies yeah, out, thighs out. Jackson uh... likes to show off his thighs, too. <laughs> I do. <I'm, laughs> I, cur- I currently am. There was just a lot <laughs> of... The look on Lauren's face. She's kind of appalled. She's by... pale right now, Jackson. Oh, no! She is one after uh, the skin tone. Uh, look how sad he looks, dude. Look how sad that guy looks. Oh, man. Come on, I'm take a picture of your face. I just I just sat in here. I was ready to break down the heat in the nuggets because Tim wasn't in here. And now I'm getting I'm just getting bombarded yeah, well, by people who aren't on our show. Aren't even on the station. And I could be wrong that Rafe had no idea who you are, and he goes, Look at the look on that guy's face. That's what I that's what, that's, yeah. that was my read. I'm Jackson. I, that's Jackson. what I thought. That was my read, and it was a good read. I picked up on I it. I mean, I know who he is, but I don't think we've ever like officially met in the uh, booth. This is Jackson. Jackson. This is on there. I doing? see him in the booth working hard for you. That's how we know each other. As me going to the bathroom in between takes, I see him through the booth and I salute him. Yep. Look at that. Uh, that's, I'm kind of like the, I sit right in front of the bathroom, kind of. So I kind <laughs> He's of. He's a guard. You yeah. know who's in there. What do you have to say? What are you upset about Jackson's seating? No, 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 no. 
I need to ask you guys, in the new studio for TMA, do you guys hear the bathroom shenanigans that happen in the jock bath? Iggy sometimes like will groan just to see if we can hear him. And you can't? We've heard him groan. Oh, no. Okay, back to you. Man. Back to you. Hey, in all Here's, honesty, though, who did you guys have? Who did you guys have? Did you think they were going to beat us, or do you okay, think we had a chance? Here's the thing that was so weird, and I can't tell if Ryder was BSing. He must have been. He goes, well, Rafe played college baseball. I did. You did? Yeah. Well, I thank you for thinking that that was not <laughs> physically possible Oof. Oof. In, in any way whatsoever. Thank you for, thank you for thinking block. that that was beyond the realm of How your imagination, you? Tim. <laughs> the disrespect flying around this room right now, dude. Your gams, my college baseball history. The saddest thing is I'm as tan as I've ever been right now. So. Like, dude, I've been, I'm three weeks into a subscription hit. <laughs> Sunkissed. Can I come put my arm next to you? You have shorts on right now? Yeah, that's right. I wanna, can I just see how? I played, uh, I played uh, Eureka College. I played Division three college baseball. Did you? Oh, wow. Many, many moons ago. And I did pretty good, but you know, you're a little rusty and... Uh, I'll be honest. I went to the batting cages a few days prior, and uh, I was pretty sore, dude. I got pretty From gassed out at the cages. the cages. Yeah, it was like, what do you do? Do you take the cuts so you don't look like a fool? But then my body was like, hey, man, you haven't turned this way in a long time. There's been a lot, ain't been no twerking going on in, in the comedy world in quite a long time. So, I don't know. All I know is I told Mike Matheny, hey, man, my back hurts so bad I can barely stand up. What do I do? And he said... You rub some dirt on it and you take your cut, son. And I said, thank you. I like that. I, like I said, you know what? I hope it. they fire Ollie tomorrow and you come back. And then he just smiled and kissed me right on the forehead. It was a really special <laughs> moment I had with Mike Matheny. And Lauren was super jealous. I was super jealous. I, I got saw to- you got a picture with him and that was a career highlight it for It was you. a career highlight for me. Took a photo with him. The man is 52, stunning. Still, I mean, I every he was woman younger than 52, really. 52. He is 52. Oh, he is she a, knows all the stats. She knows he's all the stats. Virgo. He's got the stats. Listen, Mike Matheny. It, just ladies, I know you're listening to this show. Absolutely, this is a female-oriented female <laughs> show. Mike Matheny has never looked better. Okay, and I know that whenever Matheny was the Cardinals manager, we were winning a lot more, right? But here's the deal: that man has not aged. He, his glory intact, glory the hair intact. gorgeous. He took about ten thousand photos with women alone at the Hoot Stadium, including my mother. That's right. She, oh, is that she right? Was Moonier? flipping out, man, flipping out. <laughs> my girlfriend flashed him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Mike Matheny, God forbid, has any sort of emergency and somebody's, what's his blood type? Ask Learn. She you knows. Know. I'm a sure positive, she knows. Positive, baby. Hey, pause. But, but it's so wonderful to have the Riz Show in here, a, a large portion of the Riz Show. Let me ask you about this real quickly because Jackson's skin tone came up, yes. and he made this revelation a couple of weeks ago on the program and i want to get your analysis here i tell this story on here now yeah absolutely all right i'll lay it out for you you're gonna tell this great well it'd probably just be better so that (laughs) any details couldn't be misconstrued yeah uh so i was going on this date with a a woman and um (laughs) thank you for clarifying i'm taking notes here that sounds like the college baseball version right this is when this yeah so on this date, I was kind of, this is in the dead of winter, and I was self-conscious about the skin tone, which as you guys can see, it is, is light. Some say transparent. And Swedish. So, right. To reach maximum opacity? Opacity? Either way. I uh, decided to get some self-tanner. Nice. Oh, man. Like uh, some, some lotion. Yeah. And I applied it right on my face. And I didn't really look at the lighting in my bathroom is weird. So I go on this date and this girl asked me, why are you covered in glitter? 
And apparently the self-tanning lotion has a bunch of glitter in it. <laughs> Where did you go, Ulta? Yeah, it was just Target. It didn't oh, okay. say, like, right. you know, it said, you know, self-tanning lotion. So, so when she asked you that question, how did you handle it? What was your right. response? Let let Moon learn and, and Rafe know here. This is important. Well, I didn't want to say I'd use the self-tanning. I didn't want to display the self-consciousness. So I thought on my feet quickly and said, oh, I'm sorry. I was at a strip club last night and I got covered. <laughs> I got, concerned. I got I, I, covered I in see her reaction, and she clearly thought that was a bad move. And what's worse is it was a lunch date, so like theoretically, I had just <laughs> not showered. You're looking club like a Twilight shower. character. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what I just... thought you were going to do: is go full Edward Cullen <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> you went, no. you went more Iggy on that one. I think. <laughs> well, and, you know, is there a second date? Iggy Obviously not. No, no, no there wasn't yeah. a second date. That you ruined that with the stripper uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there was she like she might plenty. be listening right now, man. She could be. She, she might be, be like, I like, like that guy if he'd have just told me no, that. No, doubtful. No, she's yeah, she's really down on Ali Mormol. Uh So, uh, yeah, so I put on this self-tanner and uh, it's covered in glitter. Can I just say your legs, I just walked around the board, mm-hmm. your legs are darker than your face. So are you like sunscreening just the face? <laughs> well, what are we doing? Well, no, I, I well, do. Well, he use... had a glitter block up for a couple weeks. <laughs> right. It took a while yeah, to get that off. my pores, struggling to breathe. He had a disco ball for a head. For... <laughs> hey, let me say this. I don't, I'm not, you're a handsome guy. Thank you. And you could Look at own this. this. You could own this like blonde, kind of fair-skinned, blue-eyed experience that you're having over I there. I have no choice. But I'm just saying, I, you should look into why your legs are a bit darker than your face because I feel like that's usually the opposite of people. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I wear a lot of hats when I'm outside because okay. I'm trying to shield. Right. There you go. Thank you, Moon. Skies out. He wears like a beekeeper hat like every that. time he goes yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> the larger the brim, the better. Yeah. I want to get back to why it was so unbelievable that I played college sports. <laughs> I feel like I let you off the hook way too easy on that. I was looking at the swings and I go, Ryder was messing with me. There's no way Ray played college baseball. That's what I was thinking. Ooh. Dang, so it came right I, off my swing? I, it was based on seeing the swing. And then I'm just like, well, how about Ryder just, just flat wow. out making it up? Yeah. And now I have to tell you. Now it's not even like a thing about my size. It's actually about my actual ability to swing the bat. I was really Did you you hit some home runs? I did. Are you walking out, Learn What's going on? Oh, it looked like she was emotional over there. She's mad. What did we say? Jackson's glitter story was that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I hit, well, I hit nine. They gave me credit for seven. So go figure. What happened there? They said one hit the wall and bounced back in. It sounds like you guys were kind of shed. There were some questionable. Then I hit one that I thought was foul because it went on the left side of the light post. They didn't give me credit for it. But then Rocky hit one over there. They gave hit gave it wow. to him. So there was a lot going on, dude. Why don't you ask Randy Carricker what happened, okay? Wow. Because he was the You're guy. You're loaded for bear. He was the guy on the mic, and I love Randy Carricker. Nicest guy in broadcasting. But here's the deal. What Rafe just said is true. <gasps> they counted one for Rockio that they didn't count for Rafe. No. Yes. Oh my god. I'm so pissed off about this swing thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel even worse again. Yeah, you should have lied and said I just thought it seemed out. I thought you play football or something. You're like, no, I just saw your horrible swing <laughs> you did at the batting there, cages. <laughs> Come on, man. man. I saw you I saw you and learn in the cage and I go, Oh, so Ryder was just messing with me. And Dang. then, and then, I feel badly. I'm just being honest, though. I gotta be. Well, honest. I appreciate your honesty, but <laughs> you are my insulting. enemy. So, <laughs> and Moon, you hit more than anybody. Is that the? I did yeah. okay. Yeah. I did okay. You cranked 15. My, my favorite thing is to uh, have 
Everyone expect nothing from me. Yeah. And then I come out there and go, oh, damn, but boy played baseball when he was a kid. He's all right. I had a good coach. He's got game. Yeah, man. I was a good little second baseman. Who hit the most for the ESPN team? Stalzer hit 15 as well. Oh. So we both tied on, on our round. We and both, what about Rivers and his thighs, Learn Rivers, I think, only put up... 11. Uh, uh, yeah, 11. Is there 11. And he's got the shorter wall, man. These lefties, the, the wall is Oh, short right. porch and left. Oh, man, ridiculous. Really? Super short porch, short wall. Come on, they already got the advantage, and they still couldn't hit more than me. Come on. I'm just, I'm just a little rock and roll guy, 5'7", and I smoked those that's cats. Right, that's right. God, I like... You heard it here first. Yeah. You're I like love the her coming in before their show and just Stirring drowning the pot. in it. Yeah, let's do and it. going after Jackson's thighs. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. I'm sorry. And I, I went after be... Rafe. Rafe. Rafe and I are sideways We're now. We're body shaming our I'm so pissed no about this, deal. dude. I'm going to get a swing expert on this. I was like, God, I've been working on the cage. Cage. Half, cage. I didn't know just lie to me. Cage was coming in high. <laughs> oh, I was, was having the tomahawk stuff. That's what it was. I'm like, oh, he's like swinging like a tomahawk. And I go, well, there's no way well, you could have played The balls were coming in at like eyeball level in the cages. I was just taking my cuts, man. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Jamie Rivers and Anthony oh, Stalter have to say about this. I'm yeah. it's trash. You think it's trash? You want to be clear that this is all BS. Listen, man, there's just too many things. Just every every round, there was another piece of shenanigans that was just being dealt. Yeah, Randy was a... I love Randy Carricker. Great Uh-oh. guy, but another maybe disclaimer. a corruptible... No. He had ESPN shirt on. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a pop-up, he's like, that one's gone. And then some, <laughs> some kid would catch it, and um, they'd give Stalter a point. And I'm like, what's going right. on, man? Like, you can't just go off what Randy says when they're making contact. you got to see the ball leave the field. So we need a field. We need a ball field. We need to come out. We're going to do either a lightning round or, again, finish days. the game. <laughs> yeah, finish the game. So anybody that has a field that they want to see all of us idiots come out there and, and take some swings, we need it to happen. Uh, don't email right away. I need about four days to yeah, bounce back to bounce back from four days to bounce back physically and maybe a year from mentally from what Tim said about me here on the air there it is 60% of the Riz show they claim victory on Saturday night uh, we'll see what the fast lane has to say this afternoon Moon Rafe Rise. Learn thanks for having us thank man. you so much for thanks coming for in thank what a wonderful guys. what a wonderful surprise there's Jackson who has tanner legs than he has face applauding man Wow. I was looking at Ryder. I go, oh, this Rafe. I saw the video and I'm like, why, why would Ryder just like make that up? <laughs> it would be a strange thing yeah. to make up. I'm like, what a strange thing. Because I've been working with Ryder for 18 months and it's just, he's just kind of a, you can count on my, you know what you can do, Jackson? You can count on Mike Ryder. That's what I always say. But he got me. Yeah. He, and I'm like, oh, he, got it. he bluffed me. Good for him. And I bet they're all laughing. Tim thinks Rafe played college baseball. And then I say it to Rafe and he's like, dude, I played college <laughs> baseball. I'm like, God, that was more insulting than anything. He's right. <laughs> and how about Moon? Yeah, 15 boy. bombs. Him and Stalter. Unbelievable. Forget about it. All right. Uh, what a nice little treat that was. I'm sure we need to break. That's just, oh, wow. Do we ever? All right. Well, that's what I do. Uh, this is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan at St. Louis Acker and all Toyota. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. 
This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you. What a program. Jackson, what a treat. Yeah, it kind of turned into a variety show, and I love it. Uh, as uh, three-fifths of the Riz show uh, were in studio talking about what sounds like a very controversial home run derby on Saturday night. Hard to describe it as anything else. Amen. Uh, so uh, I'm anxious to hear what uh, Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stalter have to say on the fast lane. And where was Marsh? Why wasn't he participating? I assume you know. Uh, I think he was playing in the golf tournament, so nothing but respect for Marshy Marsh. Very <laughs> balloon party of him. <laughs> Very balloon party of yeah, him. Yeah, he texted me. Uh, he said it's an absolute shame that they're doing an excuse tour down uh, Studio Row. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So he's down for his team unless he has a golf tournament. Yeah, and which, I mean... You got respect. <laughs> I actually do, deep down. And then I was heading out before what became the Piddle Show for yeah. 10 glorious seconds. Yeah. if I Just 10 more seconds, I could have gotten some really good takes about how they guard Jokic, Jokic and switch off on them. Um, I guess Ryder asked you guys, you guys are off next Wednesday through Friday. And I go, oh boy, that's not going to play well. <laughs> but we have a TMA day at the ballpark on next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. What I would say respectfully Jackson is my main job. I think many of the 101 listeners are not aware of TMA, probably not a lot of crossover, to be honest. Uh, but that's the program I've been hosting since 2004. And so we're doing a TMA day at the ballpark. And then after that program is over, I do balloon party for an hour. And so that is why we miss some time. So I understand people going, this guy does one hour and he's missing time. But that's the reason. We went to Jamaica. You roomed with Lisa Ann. I did. I did. <laughs> I think. Some people might forget that sometimes when they hear me right. talk, but I did. And then I have another golf tournament next Thursday and Friday, right? which I do not apologize for. As you should. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time for the Little Piddles weekend uh, wrap up here. What do we have? Certainly is, Tim. Well, everyone knows when you have to Pittsburgh for the weekend. <laughs> uh, nothing seems to be going the Cardinals' way as of recent. Our al- uh, boof. And in Van, Ali Marmol was asked this, and I was wondering your thoughts. Does this recent stretch of losses feel similar to the start of the season here where offense is just as big an issue as pitching? Uh, yeah, I do see that. I, I know Ali Marmol said something with some profanity in there. Yeah, he did. Uh, when asked, and it's totally effing different. Is that what he said? Did yeah. he use the F-bombing? I think, bombing? yeah, it's the, I don't I'm know. I'm pro-F-bomb. Uh, is that realized, our fourth tenant? Uh, excuse me, sir? Is that our fourth tenant of the show? No king shaming, not results-oriented. Uh, pro-liberty. Pro-liberty, and then the fourth being pro-F. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. I, I understand the FCC rules, but, you know, I just kind of like, why? What are we, why are we empowering words that really mean nothing? But whatever. Either way, I'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, that I do see uh, the offense continues to be an issue. You have an entire outfield that really doesn't produce. And as Nolan Arnato goes, the Cardinals go, and he has gone on a cold streak. And then you also have Wilson Contreras. Like I said, he has two hits since May 21st. Two hits since May 21st. The Wilson Contreras thing, not even the catching issue, the contract, to me, could wind up becoming a pivotal moment in Cardinal history. Now, 
pull audio galore from when the Cardinals signed him because I know exactly what my position was on that. I wasn't for it in advance, and I wasn't for it afterwards. I happen to be, in the short term, appearing to be right. Doesn't matter. I've been wrong on plenty of things. Who cares? We're not keeping scoring here. But the reason why I point this out is I thought that people would be really happy with the Contreras contract in the first and maybe second years and then be like, oh, my God, we've got this guy, and we're paying him a billion dollars, and he can't catch. So he's either occupying a lot of payroll or he's the DH and you don't have him as a DH in years three and four. And now you got this situation in years one and two, and then that runs parallel to the catching situation. Point being, you don't have a great starting staff, which you knew going into the season, but you continue to have issues offensively. And this is against a combination of some of the lower tier teams, such as, even though the Pirates are around right now, the Pirates, the Royals, the Guardians, who might be in cell mode themselves, although in the American League Central, nobody's ever out of it, and the Reds. And so when you have that going on, I don't know if the Cardinals are playing to their competition and they went on that heater against the Red Sox, Brewers, and Dodgers, or I don't know if the Cardinals just, that was the outlier. That was the Tyler O'Neill 2021. But when it's when it's June and you're talking about being the worst team in the National League, that feels a hell of a lot worse than April. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? I mean, totally you're deeper agree. into the game now. And... And now you start to go, okay, this, this, even if they go on an absolute heater, they're going to still be battling. And at this point, one of the main goals, I thought, going into the season was to get one of those top two seeds so you wouldn't have to deal with the best of three thing. And at this point, mathematically, they'd have to play like at a 750 clip to even have a chance of that the rest of the way. Uh, all right, uh, Jackson, uh, do you have a second question for this Little Piddles weekend wrap-up? I do. I sure do, Tim. Wow. Caught you sleeping again, didn't I? No. No, I'm just trying to pick which one I want to do, and you know what okay, I I'm got? I'm believe you on that. If the Cardinals continue this pace, winning around 65 to 68 games this season, which would make them, of course, probably non-contenders and not in the playoff picture, do you think Ali Marmol is still the helm of this ship? At what point? At the end of the season. At the end of the season, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cardinals would make a managerial change, yes. I do, too. I, don't I, I, I would put that at... 66 plus percent so two out of three times i would agree with that yeah i think that is after you've seen two years of it and one time in the playoffs and then the second time around yeah i mean i'd I'd be shocked I, i really do think that this is now at the point where if it's a it's tough because they're playing the rangers and the rangers are legit um but if you have a one and five week because the reds are the back end of the week in st louis um, maybe they would go, okay, we just got to try something here. Because even though the rotation is littered with question marks, you still have a roster that has Wilson Contreras, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arnato on the infield. And the guy who really has been performing the best is, we're not even mentioning, is Nolan Gorman, right. who is infield slash DH. Uh, you can't just waste that. The problem is I just don't know what solutions are realistically inside the organization. Uh, But sometimes you'll see organizations make a move just to spark the team. You certainly see that in the NHL and NBA. You haven't seen that in the DeWitt era, but as I said at the outset of the program, it hasn't been presented as a scenario yet in the Bill DeWitt era. So we don't have anything to judge it with regards to a precedent. All right, we'll take a commercial break, come back with the final segment of Bloom Party, including giving away the tickets to Dead & Company at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater this Wednesday. Text your texts in for the text of the day, 314-399-9646. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and all in Toyota on 101 ESPN. 
We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. We have two minutes. It's great time management. Really excited about myself. Jackson, it's Balloon Party driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And we have to give away tickets to Dead & Company. What do you have? Sure. I think uh, I got a suggestion here for someone to maybe turn the Cardinals season around. And this is going to win the tickets on Wednesday night by winning our text of the day here on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Yep, and we got the winner. Okay. It's uh, Merle from Oakville. Oh, big fan. Yeah, and Merle says, maybe the Cardinals should go on a team-building trip, perhaps to the Smoky Mountains. Just a bunch of guys hanging out. No women allowed. And you know what? I think that's a great idea. You've actually done that within the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you came back a better man. I, uh, yeah, definitely like um, more of a man. I bet. I just I just came back feeling, you know, a little more confidence in my walk. Probably looser. Looser for sure, but just, you know... I just felt better when I got back, and I think the Cardinals could benefit from so that. So maybe they can contact Rob Manfred. Uh-huh. And now Albert Poole is working in the commissioner's office, as announced this morning. So maybe just a text to him and say, hey, we're going to take a week off. We're going to go to the Smokies. And Merle said, no women allowed. That's the deal? Preferably, yeah. I think they actually missed the boat by not doing it with those two days off that they had. That could have been the time to go and stay in a cabin with eight beds. and Yeah, because you you just make that way on your way up to Pittsburgh. You know, it's not Yeah, that would have made out, sense, not actually. Not out of the way. That was a, that was a miss. Well, Huge there's another miss. reason to uh, text in with your uh, your critiques of the uh, organization this year. All right, uh, time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are up next. Congratulations to Merle from Oakville. Big Dead fan. And he gets to go to Dead & Company this Wednesday at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater for Action Jackson and the wonderful folks from the Riz Show. Yeah. Learn. God bless. Rafe, college baseball player, <laughs> and Moon, who hit 15, all in studio with us. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.